1: Two BGSU throwers are headed to the division one outdoor track and field national championships. We'll talk with them next on the Ziggy cast. This is the BGSU Ziggy cast from Learfield, your home for Falcons, updates, interviews, previews, and highlights. Now here is your host, Todd Walker. Good to have you with us for the latest edition of the Ziggy Cast. As we move into summertime, there is one sport yet to wrap up its season. That would be, of course, track and field. And for the second consecutive year, BGSU is sending two competitors to the national championships. That will be in Austin, Texas, later this week. BGSU shot putter Aaliyah Gustafson and BGSU's Kayla Butler in the hammer will both be in action on Thursday. The hammer throw is scheduled to begin at 5.30, the shot put at 10.10 on Thursday in Austin at the NCAA Division I Outdoor Track and Field National Championships. And as this podcast drops on Monday, this day there is a big send-off for these two from BGSU as they head to Austin, Texas. So a great way to cap the season for head coach Lou Snelling and also Aaliyah and Kayla to participate at the national championships. Recently, I was able to sit down with both of these athletes and talk about their experience at BGSU and moving on to the national championships, beginning with Aaliyah Gustafson, who will be making her fifth national championship appearance. She placed seventh nationally during the indoor season in the shot put, earning first team All-American status and will now be making her third appearance at the Outdoor National Championships. You can look back on previous experiences, which theoretically is a big help. This is multiple times you've been to nationals. Uh, From your previous experience, from the first to the second time you went, as you look back on it, did that previous experience help you a lot, or just some, or where was it most helpful? What do you think about that?
2: Um, Previous experience definitely helps. You know, I've, this is my fifth trip total to the national championship. So um, in regards to experience, I I could be a little more experienced, but I'll take <laughs> I'll take what uh, I have learned and it will definitely help me, you know, because at the end of the day, it's just another me and, you know, I've put in the work and just can really trust the, you know, myself and my technique to get the results I want.
1: I've always thought that being on the big stage like that is the, the best experience. The most benefit is in the everything happening around it rather than actually at the event at least that seems to me to be the way it is the the extra attention the, the extra travel all of this kind of thing is, is that where you found it most helpful rather than during the actual competition
2: Um, yeah for sure so you know going during our regular season we're not really at bigger meets, Um, so getting to go to nationals and like have the camera you know they have cameras in your face they have cameras there um you see a lot of other big competition that we don't get to see during regular season so definitely getting to see that prior or on different multiple occasions um definitely gets me more comfortable in the scenario and you know the flight and things like that you've already mentioned uh going through it once or twice before definitely helps
1: so it, it did carry over to the actual event is what you're saying just the enormity of the inside the event is something you just don't see very often so I guess it was a benefit there to help you calm your nerves looking back the first time you were at nationals and they had all these cameras and all these people you're looking around how how I don't want to say debilitating but did it affect you negatively
2: um I it definitely made me very nervous my first time out um, even though I had the least expectation that first time (laughs) Ah. but um, it was it makes you nervous and you know um, if you're not around it or you don't get to experience it like that first time is brutal or even this you know my second time I got to go was an indoor and it was after a year of not making it so I, I almost had to like relearn like re-experience it um to really uh get back into the swing of it by the time I got to outdoor
1: well obviously you've grown through your time here at BGSU and talk about being nervous you had one throw left right at the regionals to make the nationals everybody else i think was nervous reading some of the accounts from what you had to say you you maybe weren't that nervous take me back to this final throw Mm -hmm. this is it i got to make a throw here i'm not going to nationals so where was your head at
2: um my head was pretty much in a good spot i I was a little nervous but i at the end of the day i just kind of reiterated to myself that i just need um an average day like i didn't need anything special to make it to qualify which i had been in that position before too um but you know i've i've put in the work and things like that to be in a position where like i just needed an average throw and i would be safe to go so i just kind of like held on to that and trusted myself like to get the job done um going into that last throw
1: so now this is a, the grand finale for you as a falcon you've got that degree you've got a graduate degree you've been to nationals you've won the mac you've done all this you've been second team all-american i mean I'm, i don't want to put words in your mouth but i got to believe first team all-american and or national champion is is really the focus right now for you there's no sugar coating it right
2: yeah absolutely um i definitely want to finish first team and i'll definitely um put it all out there to try to get that that first place finish um but i'm you know i'm not gonna make it anything different than what it is, which is another meet to show and show all the work that I've put in and um, really get to perform there. Uh, but yeah, no sugarcoating. I want it.
1: <laughs> last year, as we said, you made second team All-American. As you analyze how you measured up there, how you've been throwing this season, where everybody else is, what, how close are you to being first team All-American from last year to this year before we even go?
2: Um. I was, I'm in a good spot to be first team all American. I was indoor at the indoor national championship, and uh, last year I was battling an injury um, right before the national championship. So this year I'm healthy and stronger, and um, definitely more consistent on my further marks. So that will that will get me there, and I'm close. I'm going to be it. I there's no no doubt
1: (laughs) gonna push ahead and be a first team all-american now as impressive to me if i read this right you have a 4.0 grade point average is that for the whole shooting match or one semester or last week or last year 4.0
2: yeah 4.0 for my entire graduate degree yeah and in the master program i have a perfect grade point average
1: more impressive (laughs) arguably than than all this we've already talked about yeah, I want to reflect, though, when you decided to come to Bowling Green. I always like to ask the athletes about that. Take us back, what would that be, six years? Well, maybe seven to your recruitment. as She's laughing about how old you are. We'll get to that later. Uh, take me back, though, to your recruitment and how you decided on Bowling Green and, and how it worked out uh, early on for you.
2: Um, I got recruited um my senior year of high school from Bowling Green and I ended up getting to come on an official visit in January because you have to work around volleyball and basketball and everything else I had going on so I finally got to come it was actually when no students were here because um, they're on the winter semester um but I came to campus and I loved it a lot I and mean, it just felt comfortable right away um I really liked the coach at the time and the t- the girls that were on the team and I just felt like this was the perfect fit for me um you know going eight hours away from home wasn't ideal but i did it because it's this is where i wanted to be and i definitely made the right choice
1: and i also like to ask the athletes to and it, you can kind of maybe look at it now in perspective since you finished your graduate degree too. you know th- those folks that support the scholarships or what have you it, what kind of impact has, has that had on you personally outside of athletics the the scholastic part of being here at bgsu
2: um, getting a scholarship definitely means a lot to me. Uh, coming here from um, high school and being able to graduate not with one but two degrees um, definitely is life changing. Um, my background prior to Bowling Green wasn't the easiest but um, taking a opportunity like this and running with it I think was in my best interest and it turned out really well. So I'm excited to see what the future holds and I definitely feel prepared and am very thankful for all the donors that do get to support um, soon athletes like myself.
1: Let's uh, look beyond the national championship here and uh, the next year or two or three, what's your, what are your plans? Do you, do you want to continue competing? What, do you, what are you thinking about that?
2: Um, moving forward, I'm going to train for the USA Championships in July. Um, And then after that, I'm not totally sure. It's a little uncertain on what exactly I'll do. Um, Part of me really wants to compete at the Olympic trials just to get that experience. And um, right now, I'm not in, like, a position to go to the Olympics, but just getting to the tryouts, I think, would be huge and definitely an experience that you you only get once every four years for some people that are able. Um, But anyways, uh, if, you know... I might continue to train I might not but um, if not then I guess I'll just go into my career choice which I really want to do cardiac rehab and help people recover from cardiac events
1: sounds like you got things going either way which is exactly what you would think (laughs) now what about what about Kayla here have you been a good mentor to her did you take her under your wing as soon as she got here or did you make her earn her way what's the story with you two
2: um, Kayla and I are pretty close. Um, she came here from fo- even further away than I was, so I always, I try to be there for her. And a strong, independent soul who doesn't always want it, <laughs> but I'm definitely, you know, I've tried my best to be here for her. And I am very proud of what she's been able to do and like the growth she's had just in these past three years. Um, and you know, kind of, I'm leaving BG in good hands, so I feel really good about her and um, what she'll be able to do for the program after I'm gone.
1: Speaking of that, uh, what would you say you'd want your legacy to be here at BGSU? I, I don't know if you even have thought about that yet. It's it's sort of a bigger picture question. <laughs> but uh, what would you want folks to say about your, your legacy from your time here?
2: Ideally, I'd want, you know, people to think that I was a good teammate and a good person. Um, I always worked hard and things like that, you know, just the uh, – good things, I guess, like, I don't know. I just want people to say positive things about me. Um, I've tried really hard to be a, a good student, good athlete, good person, and um, it'd be nice if people felt the same about me once I was gone.
1: And, and this part of the program, the throwers group in, in BGSU track and field, there's a, speaking of legacy, there's really a legacy there. Has that impacted you as, as you've gone through this that you are maybe uplifted by some of that past performance?
2: Um, absolutely. So I had the opportunity to be teammates with Brooke Pleger, who was a three-time uh, first-team All-American, um, really good person, good, <laughs> you know, good student, good athlete. Uh, she was our captain, and she took me under her wing a little bit, and I always aspired to be. You know like her but my own version obviously i don't throw the hammer almost 70 meters but, <laughs> but you know i wanted you know i wanted to do what she did which was you know be positive and like really push um her teammates to be the best they can be so um it definitely helped me kind of like work harder and do things to try to get there and um i've done all right so <laughs> I, uh, i'm grateful for her too
1: yeah and before i talk to kayla you obviously you do other events uh, the shot put is the one that you excel in what what is it about you and your skill set that allowed you to to step up in the shot put to to become an all-american level th- thrower of that
2: that's kind of a hard question i don't know like what really separates me in the shot put from the other events that i do um i i guess i'm probably just more sound in my technique and that helps uh, i don't really have a hammer weight technique but (laughs) in the discus you know i'm i don't know i i'm tall and strong and i have a really great coach so he (laughs) helps (laughs) so he definitely helps and um we're on the same wavelength when it comes to training and stuff and i think you know i truly believe that you have to be on the same page with your coach if you're trying to accomplish these bigger things so um you know i just want it so i work hard and i i've been very um blessed to have you know the potential to do these cool things um Given my work ethic, you know.
1: Before I bring Kayla in, how much does it blow your mind from seven years ago, a kid in high school to to now, uh, bordering on all American, gonna be a first team all American? We're gonna say, a double degree. I mean, this was, was this even in your thoughts when you signed on that dotted line to come here?
2: Um, not exactly. I definitely wanted to graduate with one, yeah. so that was my thought process. But as far as you know, getting two degrees and then accomplishing all these athletic um things, I I wasn't too sure that that would be the way I would go. Um, I knew when I got here that I was going to work hard and I was going to take everything I could, um, from this opportunity, and it just it worked out. Um, you know I. I wasn't very good in high school. I was good enough to get recruited, but, you know, I wasn't, you know, amazing or, any. you know, I wasn't like a top protege or whatever people call those things. But, uh, but you know, I, I wanted to get better, and I wanted to work hard and uh, do my best, So and I feel like I've done that.
1: Uh, your best has been outstanding, <laughs> and uh, we wish you well here at the Nationals. Uh, with every confidence, you're going to be a first-team All-American, yes. and uh, good luck over there.
2: Thank you so much.
1: Now let's talk to Kayla here. Well, now, Kayla, you've poked fun at Aaliyah for how old she is. So, clearly, she had to be part of what influenced you to sign up at Bowling Green, her stature already at that time when you were being recruited, right? Take me back.
3: So, um, the first time that Aaliyah went to nationals uh, was my senior year of high school. um, And, obviously, prior to that, the biggest person that was – there was Brooke Plager and because she threw hammer and she had a similar story to me like she was really the biggest part of why I came to BG but then when I got here and I saw that Matt was taking Aaliyah and I learned a little bit more about her story and like overcoming her injury and everything like that for me that was really important because it gave me a lot more confidence coming into this school and this decision and everything because it proved that the coach had turned someone else into a national qualifier, which is where I wanted to be. And so obviously when I came here and I met her and everything like that, then it, it gave me a lot of confidence coming in.
1: Well, you touched on your story. Uh, give us your story, I guess, uh, your recruitment, uh, your how you excelled in high school, all those things, uh, being a Canadian, right? That, that all is part of your story. You give us a somewhat abridged version.
3: Um, so I didn't start, I did track and field a little bit in, um, high school, middle school, kind of just for fun. Um, I played a lot of other sports and then I threw the shot put in the discus originally. And I had this one counselor at my high school who was like, you should really try this. You should really try this. Like, I think you would be good. And so, um, I got given a phone number for a coach at, uh, in my home. And basically I showed up and, he asked me what I wanted to do, and I told him I wanted to throw shot put, and he said, nope, go grab a hammer. Mm-hmm. And uh, from that moment, it was kind of history. I really, really liked it. It was the first thing that I had really struggled with but also really enjoyed doing. Um, and so then it was a very short transition because I didn't start throwing hammer until uh, my junior year of high school. Um, and so then, obviously, it was quick quick year went by and then suddenly there was actual college coaches being Mm. interested and um, I signed my letter of intent to come to BG in November came on an official visit that was sort of a whirlwind weekend between there um, and that yeah then I ended up here.
1: And then you redshirted and uh, you know I think Everybody listening to this is familiar with why you might do that, but how much of a benefit was it for you in particular in your area of expertise to get that redshirt year leading to where you are now in your second year of being eligible to compete?
3: Honestly, um, I think it was the best thing that I could have done. Um, Originally, when I came here, I was not on board with redshirting, um, mostly just because with me being from Canada and an international student, it's not overly common for for people to do that. Um, And so then when we made the decision, it ended up being the best thing because while I feel that I could have had a good year last year, um, I'm not confident that I could have had as good of a year as I've had this year. And I think there were a lot of things. I had to change some of my technique. I switched from three turns to four turns and not having to compete in uniform gave me a really good opportunity to come back this year and be solid and have a, a long training period before I actually had to compete in uniform, which was good. I
1: want to talk about um something off the BGSU path, you're going to represent Canada at the World University Games. Uh, clearly anytime you, you get to do that's an extra special feeling. Uh, talk about how that came about.
3: Um, so this will be my first time uh, representing Team Canada um, and I've, I had had a couple other opportunities um, in years previous. It just so happens that my area of Canada is particularly strong in this event um, and so I had missed out on a couple other teams Um, In years previous and so that really motivated me like I wanted this team I was pushing for all year It was on my radar from the day it got announced that it was happening Um, and So I'm super excited for the opportunity and it just like it's a It's a really cool thing that I get to do and to have the support from BG to be able to do that It means a lot
1: where will those games be contested?
3: Uh, They are in Napoli Italy
1: well, that's pretty cool too, yeah. that was that was a good consideration. Sure, I'll go to Italy. What about preparing for your nationals now? You're you're a newbie, we talked about Aaliyah, she's the vet. She's done this, uh, I don't know, eight, 10 times, whatever she said. <laughs> How much has she helped you in the days leading up to your departure here?
3: Um, a lot, just because um, I got to see her last year uh, when nationals were down in uh, Oregon. That's close to my side of the country, so My mom and I drove down last year to watch her and support her, which was a really good opportunity for me because I got to see nationals without actually having to experience it as an athlete. Um, And so then going into regionals, this was my first regionals, and obviously this will be my first NCAAs. And so getting to both see Aaliyah compete at nationals and then getting to go with her has been really helpful because, you know, pretty much our line for the weekend was just survive and move on that was that was what she was telling me and that's really what it came down to and so having her to go through this with the first time has been really great
1: now we talked with Aaliyah about she waited till the last opportunity to lock in her spot what was your road at regionals were you as nerve-wracked did you lock one in early how did it play out for you
3: honestly uh, I felt really good going into the meet and I Threw my mark on the first throw, which was great because I was looking forward to building off of it and hopefully, you know, progressing it and getting a little farther. But that's not the way it ended up happening, um, which is fine. It just means that we we were in for a bit of a, a long wait because there were where I was in the order. There were a couple girls behind me who were very good throwers, and we were just waiting to see what they did. And so I ended up hanging on by a thread, um, but. I felt good after my first throw and then I just couldn't couldn't put the rest of it together for the other two so it was a, it was nerve-wracking.
1: We talked to Aliyah about her expectations. Uh, you obviously are in a different spot. I'm sure your your expectations are you can go win this thing or be an all-American and all that, but what are you what are you telling yourself as your expectation level for your performance at the Nationals?
3: Uh honestly, I know what I'm capable of. I know where I've been all season and if I throw close to my PR that should give me uh, a good opportunity to make the finals um, which is what I'm really striving for another opportunity to get three more throws um, obviously coming off regionals I'm not in the position that I wanted to be in um, being in the first flight uh, and everything like that but I I want I want to be an all-American if it's second team, Cool. If it's first team, even better. Uh, I'm not looking for a an honorable mention. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't want to be there. Um, so I know what I'm capable of, and I'm. I'm hoping to be in that that top half.
1: I'm wondering uh, the advice that Leah might be able to give you at the competition, or your coaches, isn't part of being at a meet like this. You, you want to be. You want to set a new personal record. I'm sure, but. You can't press it and think, man. I got to be 10% better, because then then it just won't happen. That's a balancing act mentally, right?
3: Yeah. the uh, The nice thing for me going in and sort of the biggest calming factor is that I have thrown at this circle before. Um, Ali and I went to the Texas Relays in March, uh, and I, that was where I threw my personal best. So to mm. to be coming back to you know my PR circle like that that feels good, and I'm just gonna go in there with the mindset of just kind of letting things happen, trust the training, not try and think about a position or a throw or a number or anything like that. Just try and have the best meet that I can have.
1: Well, we got some Falcon Mojo down there. I like it, I like it. Now, you're in your third year of schooling, so you, you're, I'm sure, got a good idea where you want to end up scholastically, but tell the folks what, what your major is and how that's going.
3: Um, so I am in the physical education and health education faculty, uh, so right now i am Been doing my um, methods. So this past semester, I uh, taught at the Bowling Green Middle School um, in the PE department, and then in the previous semester, I was at the elementary. I was at Crim Elementary School, Um, and then this coming fall, I'll be doing my health education methods. I don't know what school yet, um, but. I love it. The faculty in that department has been so supportive. Education's not an easy major at Bowling Green, um, but definitely balancing between education and the athletics portion has been a lot easier because of, you know, my supportive coaching staff and the supportive people in the department. So what
1: about the, the rest of the athletes at BGSU? I know now school is out, so things are, are sort of uh, docile around here but as the season goes on uh, talk about support amongst the athletes specifically for you athletes in track and field it's a a little more remote you don't have the huge crowds gathered around every event like that uh, pressure cooker of other sports what's the interaction with you guys and the other athletes
3: um I definitely think that because we don't host a lot of uh, meets here, um, especially outdoor, we didn't host any with us having the duel at Toledo, Um, with both two of us going to nationals, it really puts track and field sort of in the spotlight for a bit and gives the, the rest of the athletic community an idea that, like, oh okay like they're do you know they're they're doing well they're doing something because there's there are some student athletes who don't know that we have a track and field team um, but for the most part the ones that do follow and you know they see us and everyone's been really supportive so far and we see lots of people in the weight room and they're like hey good job
1: one final thing i give you an opportunity to talk to those folks that contribute uh, mainly the Falcon Club members and people like that that contribute to scholarships and uh, allows uh, these athletes to come in here. For you personally, how much of an impact has that scholarship had on your uh, life here at BGSU?
3: It is the entire reason that I'm here. Um, I, As an international student, I could not imagine going to a university that's A, this far away, and B, in a separate country without having a scholarship or or anything like that, and so it's made the entire difference. Um, it's allowed me to do everything from just coming to school here and getting a great education to being able to go to nationals and experience all these really cool things that not everyone gets to say they get to do. And um, and so for me, it's like there's not really words to describe how thankful and how important the Falcon Club donors have been like to my overall success, because without them, I wouldn't even be here.
1: Well, that is great to hear. And we're certainly pulling for you at nationals and uh, hopefully hit those expectations you talked about earlier.
3: Thank you. I'm so excited.
1: Big thank you to Aliyah Gustafson and Kayla Butler for sitting down with me to talk about their BGSU careers to this point and look ahead to the national championships for track and field, which will be contested in Austin, Texas, And both of our BGSU athletes will be competing on Thursday, the hammer throw at 5.30, the shot put at 10.10. Again, Thursday, late afternoon slash evening. As far as a television component, as near as I can figure, it's not going to be on the linear side of things, those events. I would believe the ESPN app is your best chance to see the entire championships a lot of it will be on ESPNU or ESPN2, but as I'm reading the schedule, the throws will not be on the linear networks, so your best bet, in my estimation, would be to check the ESPN app or their streaming service for coverage of the hammer and the shot put. Again, thanks to Aliyah and Kayla. Very impressive BGSU student-athletes indeed. Our next podcast. Well, who knows? It is summertime, so things settle down quite a bit. We do have plans to air some football flashbacks as we work toward the 100th anniversary of BGSU football this coming fall. So stay tuned for Ziggy casts with former Falcon footballers here through the summer to sort of wet your appetite for the upcoming football season. We do ask that you rate and download the podcast whenever you can do a review for us. That helps bump up the awareness, whether you do it through iTunes or through iHeartRadio or any of the podcast apps, however you're listening, go ahead and rate and review and help us out a little bit. So again, our next podcast post uh, sort of open-ended here, but stay tuned for more during the summer with the BGSU Ziggy Cast. Until next time, this is Todd Walker saying, I Ziggy Zumba. Thanks for listening to the BGSU Ziggy Cast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review however you listen. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation.
3: Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at.